KBZE. Booze League Radio is on the air. Booze League Radio. Wiley Withers. The Commish. Stephen Orth. Otter. This is the Boozecast. Broadcasting live from Daryl's Couch. Oh, you hate your job? There's a support group for that. It's called Everyone and They Meet at the Bar. All right, everyone, welcome into draft number 19. 19 on the clock, put it down. We are live at Daryl's Couch, uh, recording this today for the first Booze Cast of 2018. Um, Otter is on assignment down in Mexico somewhere. I'm sure dancing with muchas amigas. Mucho comida, uh, para tacos, y margaritas, tequila, some cerveza, and playa, and so. So, hopefully, uh, he's having a good time. But the good news is, we do have someone here just as qualified as Otter. We've got Sandro Arevalo. Did I get it right this time? Yeah, that sounded great, man. How was the rest of my Spanish? Any good? Muy bien. Muy bien. <laughs> so we got Sandro here. Um, your what? What is your title with Firestone? I am the market manager for Ventura County. Oh well, welcome in. So we're going to be talking to Sandro quite a bit, obviously through the whole thing. He is co-hosting. So thanks for stepping in for Otter. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Those are some big beer-filled <laughs> shoes. Uh, I know that you have to fill. So I've been training. <laughs> So um, if you have missed anything, check us out online. You can find us at boozeleague.com. We do have a page for every draft we do that does have relevant links and all that good stuff. Um, you can also check us out on iHeartRadio. You can find us on iTunes. You can also find us on Spreaker.com. If you're a podcasting fiend, you probably have Spreaker. Um, if you're a loser, you probably have Google Music. You can find us on there or Google Play or whatever, uh, which I, I still can't find us, and we submitted to that like a month and a half ago. So we're on there somewhere, so... Um, but first things first here. Let's uh, let's get into the beer of the day. And obviously, since we have Sandro here, we're going to have to be talking about a beer of the day from Firestone. Nice. And today's beer of the day is the Leo versus Ursus Wookus Black Rye IPA. Hello. All right. Dun, dun, dun. So, Sandro, let's uh, let's hear a little bit about this. Uh, All right. Well, you know. First things first here, I'm going to grab my glass here and take a little sip. Cheers. Cheers, sir. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. First thing I notice is just the amazing color that we have here. Uh, it's just a black Imperial Rye IPA that's delicious. Um, you know, it's a tribute to the good old Wookie Jack that so many people, including myself, miss. Oh, man, I, it hurts my heart that that's not around anymore. I know, but uh, you know what? The people, the good people at Firestone have been listening to us, and uh, they have this Wookus, which is an amazing tribute to the Wookie Jack here. Uh, 8.2%, super smooth. You know, it has that robust flavor, nose to it, bouquet, and a clean finish that you would expect with Firestone. And as all the Leo versus Ursus beers are, it's unfiltered. Um, you know, it's amazing. What can I say? It should be hitting the market here in Ventura County really soon. And as you know, I'm sure this podcast goes pretty far. So uh, sure <laughs> to your retailer soon. <laughs> you know, as soon as uh, as soon as we get through the rest of the Inferos. Oh, are you but, talking uh, about actual like geolocation, like yeah, where? I mean, yeah. hey, we got uh, we got a lot of fans in Ottawa. In fact, no Ottawa comprises the largest amount of people we have. Listening. That's amazing. The Great White North, eh? For some reason, they Dude, love us. Hell yeah, that's awesome. So, I don't know if Firestone distributes out there, but if they do. Get yourself some of the Wookus. I hear good things about there, and if they're looking for a market manager in Canada, I'll throw my name in the hat. Well, I think <laughs> Ottawa's pretty... I don't know. Really. Actually, no. We did a whole thing on Ottawa, and I don't really remember much about it. Hopefully, we didn't, <laughs> hopefully we didn't lose any, anyone just there. But, um, <laughs> so, I wanted to go to Google Maps and see what's up. So the Wookus, the Wookus, the Wookus clock's in at 8.2% uh, ABV. Alcohol! <laughs> uh, now the untapped score. There's now the IBUs. You said that they're kind of keeping things close to the vest with this beer. Yeah, IBUs are not listed anywhere that I could find. Be it the Firestone Beer, was it FirestoneBeer.com? Uh, nothing up there. Nothing on Untapped. Um, but the untapped score is three point nine eight. So this is one of the highest rated beers that we have had. Awesome. So far. So yeah, love to love to hear that, man. That's amazing. You know, honestly, we've. Uh, <laughs> Sweet, of course. You know, with especially the new uh, the new Star Wars movie that I'm going to say nothing about because you know we, I, Wiley hasn't seen it spoiler yet. Spoiler alert! Yeah, <laughs> Keep all, that under all I'm going to say is that it's really good. You got to check it out. <laughs> so uh, since we're drinking, I might as well uh, get this uh, party started. 
Round one. Yup. I think I'll have a beer. Say my name. That is amazingly smooth. Glad you like it. But, and I'm going to be honest, dude. Walker's Reserve was, it's the very first, what do they call them, tackers, those tin signs yeah. that you can buy. is the very first tacker of any beer ever that I bought. Nice. was a pretty sweet little black Walker's Reserve thing that was in my pub in my last place. You know, nice. it's like I had it of my pride and joy, and then I went in one day, and they're like, yeah, we're getting rid of it. And I'm like, it was like... It was yeah. it was like such a uh, a hit to my heart. There's quite a few of those, you know, and uh, with the ever changing landscape in the craft beer business, you just got to stay relevant and really uh, innovative. Some of those, unfortunately, you know, it means that you're going to lose things like the Walker's Reserve, mm-hmm. um, the Wookus, Double Jacks, things of those nature. Um, you know, but the exciting thing is looking into the future. There's going to be a lot of really cool concepts and beers coming out. And also with the propagator down in Venice, we're able to do small batches of stuff like this, like the Wookus. And a little spoiler alert, the Dublus, which is going to be a tribute to the Double Jack coming out next the in the next Leo versus Dublus. You yeah. heard it here, folks, the go. Dublus. So I, and I do have a, I'm going to self-confess here just a little bit. Um, I, I do a lot of traveling for my, my quote unquote day job. And I ended up at the brewery in Paso. Uh, I think a week and a half before Christmas. So I mean, we'll say, the, I think the second week of December. Went in, got my usual Agrestic. You know, I, I, that's my jam. Nice. I, I love me some Agrestic. It's amazing. Um, and I looked up, and there, behold, hanging above the, you know, the little conveyor belt with all the mm-hmm. bottles and everything, was this silver beacon that said Walker's Reserve. Nice. And they had Walker's Reserve on tap up at the uh, very brewery. Very nice. Yeah, very yeah. nice. And I'm like, why didn't you say something? So I Man. drank. I drank my Agrestic way faster than, uh, <laughs> than I normally would have done. But, Very nice. Um, yeah, Was it so, the smoked Porter Walker's Reserve? Um, I don't know. It just I kind of okay, blacked out a little bit once I started drinking. <laughs> I'm like, I just I kind of had some euphoria. So. Nice. Yeah, there's, um, we have had some, some, uh, some batches of the smoked Walker's Reserve, which is amazing. You know, so mm-hmm. we have we have both of them. Uh, that's been the one that I've tried at the tap room a couple times. And so yeah, it might have been that yeah. one. I was just so happy to see those words oh, up there again. Oh, for now. sure, definitely. And you know what? When that one was available in Bombers, I bought them like by the truckload. I used mm-hmm. to cruise around, and when I saw them, I would just clear out the whole rack, and my <laughs> fridge was full of those things. Not even joking. I love Dude, that. No beer. reason. No reason not to. I mean. Yeah, of course that you should yeah. be, right? Oh, yeah. I'm a big Porter fan. I think Porter's a highly underrated beer that not a lot of people are tapping into. Would you say that you're more Porter or more Stout? Uh, you know, the blue-collar guy in me says Porter and mm-hmm. the uh, the pinky holder says <laughs> 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 Stout. No, I don't know. It's it's a good balance. You know, I'm into uh, to people's craft beers they put a lot of love and heart into, but uh, i got to say, I don't see a lot of Porters out there. You really don't. I mean, it's all Stout from what I see, and Porter's... I feel like Porter has a little bit more of an, like, a dry edge to it, I guess. Sure. I mean, like, you get a lot of the vanilla stouts and this kind of thing. I mean, yeah. You see some vanilla Porters, but I like it when there's a bit of a dryness and a little bit of roughness to it. Definitely. And I feel like the Porter hits that kind of middle of the taste where it's like... It really does. A little bit rougher. So, yep. anyway, so that is our beer of the day, the Wookus. And to celebrate this and also to celebrate the uh, new movie... Sandro, you're a big Star Wars fan, right? Oh, huge. Right. No, I know a little bit. <laughs> well, uh, lucky for you, I do have some facts here. And these are facts from Star Wars. Sweet. Specifically about our favorite big Wookiee. Nice. Chewbacca. Um, or about Han Solo. I got one here about Han Solo as well. So here's what's cool. And this ties right back into Firestone. And I don't know if you know this, but Chewbacca's voice. Gotcha. It's a blend of vocalizations of a walrus, a badger, and... Whoa. An otter? <laughs> it should be right. Damn, that would have been that would have been pretty damn funny, dude. <laughs> we miss you, Stephen. Uh, yeah, miss you, buddy. No, but uh, it's a walrus, a badger, and a bear and a lion. Holy wow, that's How amazing. That? Specifically, there was one bear. Uh, there was a black bear that uh, that was the the specific like probably the uh, that part of it and. <laughs> They mixed in a walrus, badger, and lion as well. but uh, That's amazing. Yeah. The uh, name Chewbacca was derived from the Russian word Sobaka, which means dog. Wow. And in fact, the um, Chewbacca was inspired by George Lucas's old dog. It was an Alaskan Malamute. Have you ever oh, seen one yeah. of those? Oh, yeah. Those are beautiful dogs. They, they ain't small. <laughs> no, 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 no. Big old mountain dog. But it can weigh up to 130 pounds, fully grown. It would uh, always sit in his passenger seat like a co-pilot. 
and people thought it was an actual person. Probably got through the carpool lane a couple of times with that. I don't, did they have those back then? I <laughs> was back like, <laughs> that might have been pre-carpool, man. <laughs> Probably pre-traffic in L.A. Pre-traffic, uh, yeah. But fun fact, the dog's name was Indiana. Oh, no way. How yeah. about that? So okay. that, uh, so you know, remember that famous line, oh, yeah, Indiana Jones? Yeah. We named the dog that. Indiana. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. It actually was Indiana. Um, what else we got here? So Peter Mayhew is the guy who played Chewbacca. Okay. He was cast because of his height. Here's what's funny is that a local London reporter was doing a story on people with big feet. Wow. And apparently Mayhew has ginormous feet. <laughs> so just to give you an idea, uh, Peter Mayhew is seven foot three. Holy smokes. Just for some perspective on that, Shaq is only seven foot one. Whoa. So he's taller than Shaq. Shaq wears a, I think he's a size 22 or something ridiculous like that. So Crazy. Peter Mayhew's feet, he literally got a foot in the door in the acting <laughs> business. And uh, so, this, so this is how this went down. So um, this reporter did something about people with big feet. Some movie producer, who I guess likes articles about feet, read the article and cast him in some Sinbad movie. One of the makeup men in the Sinbad movie was also working on the Wookiee costume Whoa. for Star Wars and said, hey... Check this guy with the big feet and the tall frame. He might work for what you're looking for. Damn. So, um, let's see. Last little bit here, and we'll move on. But um, So, you know at the end of Star Wars, okay. at the, the very, very first movie, Episode Four, Chewie does not get a medal. Okay. Han Solo gets one from Leia. Gotcha. Uh, Luke gets one from Leia. So, I guess fans were actually very upset about this fact. Really? Yeah. So, they didn't get the Medal of Valor. So, MTV gave him a Lifetime Achievement Award in 1997 at their Video Music Awards, gave Chewbacca the Lifetime Achievement Award. So Peter Mayhew came out in a full Chewbacca uniform, a uniform, a costume, right? <laughs> nice. Fully came out, decked out in full costume. Carrie Fisher came out as Princess Leia, gave him wow. the medal, and he gave his entire speech, which only lasted 16 seconds, in Wookiee grunts. <laughs> I don't know if that's actual footage from it, but um, that's amazing. Yeah, so I mean, those are uh, those are a few quick. Uh, well, that's good though. You know, he got his due. You know, he, hey, he earned it. Yeah, right? I mean, come on. And what you know? What a funny thing to do. Like, anyways, I mean, that's a that's pretty. That's back when MTV actually like was still kind of did something entertaining. I guess that's pretty cool, man. I mean, I got to say, on a side note, it always reminds me of Spaceballs, too, when we're talking about it, with good old, like, John Candy as uh, Barf. Barf. I'm a mog. <laughs> half man, half dog. I'm what? my own best friend. <laughs> what's, your, what's your full name? Barf. you. <laughs> I'll drink to that juice. One of my favorite all-time movies right there is Spaceballs. Dilly dilly. So, well, let's move on to the news now. Now that Otto's not here, I guess... Uh, I guess the commission is going to have to step in here. And I am the commissioner. He's going to have to step in and take care of this. Man. I'm so, I love Black Rye IPA anyways, but good more this could be Moose Lee Radio. And I am the commissioner. <laughs> Do you know who that is? No. It's Alex Trebek rapping. <laughs> and I am the commissioner. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll post a link on this on the draft page for everyone, but there's um, they occasionally go through, they have a rap column, yeah. where and he has to actually just rap all this stuff out. Uh, so I pulled a bunch of drops from that. I don't see the other ones here. Uh, I felt like I should have answered that in a question. You, sh- you should have, <laughs> clearly. You would have you failed. You would have been out. But... <laughs> so our first story of the day, Sandro, uh, comes all the way from jolly old England. Bollocks! <laughs> so apparently, um, as, as our government does as well, um, most governments will set a standard for what's considered healthy drinking, binge drinking, gotcha. they go up and down the scale, that kind of thing. So according to Esquire, Queen Elizabeth, who is 90 years old, and also, side note, longest reigning monarch alive, takes down six drinks every day. And she's specific about it. She doesn't just say, hey, I'll have six beers, I'll do this, I'll do that. No, she, she has a schedule of drinking during her day. Wow. So the first thing she does before lunch, so just, you know, she's day drunk. It's okay. like, you know, pre-noon, <laughs> drunk before noon. White uh, girl drunk. Yes. <laughs> she is white girl drunk. She's the definition of white girl drunk. Um, so she starts the day with gin and Dubonet. Could be Dubonet. Uh, it's a wine-based liqueur, kind of sweet. I never had it myself, but she has a gin Dubonet along with uh, lemon and ice. After that, then she has lunch. 
and she'll have a glass of wine with her meal. A couple hours later, a couple hours later, she's ready for her evening tipple, dry martini. Very, very English ever, like James Bond. She could not stay. Exactly, probably. (laughs) Actually, no, if she's queen, they already know. (laughs) know. Shouldn't have to say anything. (laughs) Just bring it on out. And then uh, at the end of the day, she finishes off her uh, day with a flute of champagne from Bollinger, Lanson, Krug, or um, or Krug. I'm terrible with any kind of name. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I know. You know how that goes, Sam. Yeah, oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, per UK drinking measurements, that comes out to six drinks, uh, which puts her in the binging category. And uh, hey, we got Irish Mikey in here. What's up, brother? All right. Um, now, the uh, they only recommend fourteen <laughs> drinks a week. Holy smokes! A week. So we're talking seven days. So six times seven is. Yeah, I'm no mathematician, but that sounds like forty-two to me. Correct. That is forty-two. Um, and so she drinks 42 drinks, <laughs> which is Farty. like, what, three times more than uh, she should be. So she is out there. But um, nice. so that is, uh, <laughs> there is the news. Oh, hooray. And, and that's the way the news goes. And just in time for another round of beer. All right. Round two. Should we get a Daryl up in the mix here? I think he's uh, making oh, sure Mikey's taken care of. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, we'll move on here. We're going to play a little bit more uh, Wickus. Let's say, should we, uh, should we give Daryl a good little plug here? We're at uh, good old Daryl's Couch in Camarillo Springs, where I'm actually double fisting right now. We have the beer of the day, the Wickus, and in my other hand, we have Anniversary 17. So you're double fisting? Totally double fisting right now. Give me two. I got to stay balanced somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I say the same thing about cornhole, honestly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because yeah. if I if there there's kind of a, a sweet spot in, oh, in yeah. the glass, like for the balance, definitely. And if I have too much, which means I'm not drinking, I'm terrible. <laughs> if I have too little, which means another, I'm awful. And if I have none, I'm just shit. There you go. But you get that right range, man. On the LeBron James yeah. of cornhole, oh, man. Nice, just swoosh. Oh, dude, there's nothing. Nothing yeah. butthole. I'm taking it down, Wait, man. I just say butthole. Nice, bro. Bush. <laughs> All right, so we'll get uh, we'll get Daryl in here as soon as he's free. But um, let's talk a little bit about something that Daryl doesn't serve here. Dun dun dun! Right. Um, this is something called spiritus. Hey, you're gonna have to enlighten me on this one. I I'm not familiar with this at all whatsoever. All right, so spiritus is a type of liquor that is. Wait for it. One hundred and ninety-two proof alcohol. That's ninety-six percent. Wow, alcohol. Ninety-six percent. I mean, this stuff could take the paint off of a car, probably. Damn. But um, it's believed to be the strongest ever available in New York. This is in New York. Just got approved. Four okay. different brands got a, got approved over here, and um, it's. I guess it's big in the Polish and Russian communities. Wow. So this one guy who who took a little sample named Levi Pekar. Um, said, quote, it's incredibly sharp. Takes your breath away. It's like getting punched in the solar plexus. <laughs> it's like you're being picked on in the fifth grade. So, I mean, oh, man. So That's I don't know brutal. where, what, I mean, so there's, I guess they have the Spiritus, uh, Rectificawani, and Back Spiritus are two of them that were approved. Um, this is kind of like a white lightning type of thing, or I think it. Yeah, I think moonshine doesn't get up this high. Oh wow! Um, someone, one of the the congressmen, uh, what was his name? Uh, one of the or state senator, I think he was. Oh yeah, Senator Frank Padavan. Wait, wait, that sounds a lot like Padawan, <laughs> doesn't it? Padawan. <laughs> but he says it sounds like it has tremen- tremendous potential for doing a lot of harm to people. Sounds like moonshine, so you are absolutely Dang, correct. dude. Well, you know, hey, all in moderation, you know. So the State Liquor Authority said this. This is, this is why they approved it, because they actually didn't approve Everclear. Okay, yeah. Because yep. they concluded that Everclear, you couldn't drink it without a mixer. Ooh. So they said, you know, Everclear doesn't yeah. count because if you don't mix something into it, so we're not going to do it. Sure. But this is what uh, this Crowley guy, uh, William Crowley from the State Liquor Authority, says. We have laws against our licensees selling to people who are intoxicated, but there's no law. This, I think, is what's interesting about it. There's no law that even speaks to the alcohol content of a label we could approve. Wow. So there's not, there's not a limitation on how strong a liquor could be. Yeah. So really, the only limitation is whether or not people would drink it, which obviously people wouldn't drink 100%. Because yeah, it sounds brutal. <laughs> it sounds awful, right? Yeah, I know. 
It just tastes like something that would be a product of a gypsy curse. Well, I guess uh, pilots in the uh, in Siberia used to drink it. Uh, they'd mix it with orange juice. Because uh, like their cabins weren't pressurized and it was cold or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, they well they said uh, they don't feel the sting if they mix it with orange juice. So wow, okay, All right. okay. Oh, um, probably fights a scurvy a little bit too, right? Sure, because <laughs> that's always a problem when you're when you're a pilot. Um, but you can get a 750 milliliter bottle for twenty two dollars. Wow. So you can get pretty effing hammered that's for. Gnarly. It sounds like a tincture or something almost. Like you'd want to just put a little under your tongue and go about your way or something. You, you, you wouldn't need more than a little bit mm-hmm. under your tongue. I mean, mm-hmm. you'd, you'd bottom out real. Gnar. Gnar. <laughs> that is indeed very gnar. I've had no beer. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was the, uh, the Spiritus. Let's see if Daryl wants Spiritus. to come over here and talk a little bit about Daryl's couch. Daryl! Here he comes, the man, the myth, the legend. He's also bartending tonight as well, so oh, yeah. we're going to give him He's a break mix. whenever he wants to come over here. Like beavers, otters are fond of tools. <laughs> so we're going to move on. Speaking like, I thought we're going to the news next, which is why I thought of otter in okay. that, in yeah, that yeah, moment. Yeah, no, so. that's good. We're all thinking of otter. Uh, <laughs> otter. In Cancun. God bless you, sir. I hope, you're, I hope you're, you're not out there with your pants down. Shame. 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 Guaranteed he's passed out somewhere. <laughs> What kind of what kind of time zone difference are they looking at down in Cancun? Cancun isn't bad. I think it's only like it's either two or three hours. Oh, okay, I don't think it's uh, so he's only a little fucked up because Jamaica, I think, is right about three. Gotcha. Depending on the time of the year, like it's the daylight savings time over here that screws it all oh, up. Yep, so, yep, yep, yep. so a fun fact: Rio went okay. to Rio. Yeah, you know what the time difference is uh, in Rio in November? I don't know. Seven hours. Holy smokes! Right? Damn! I feel like it's just below Florida a little bit. Like it's just kind of down. Turns out, if you actually do the math, I did the math because because we left LAX at six, six no no seven a.m. in the morning. Yeah, landed in Rio at six a.m. the next day. So basically, a full Crazy. day. Easy. You know, there are two trips uh, or two legs of the trip, seven hours each way, it's or seven time hours. Traveling. <laughs> it, was, it was very strange, dude. I was on that plane for a long time. Wow. And did so they show Rio on the plane? They did not. No, <laughs> I don't think so. How'd you say it though? I feel like they might. It would have been right in that time range. It might have been Rio two or something Perfect. terrible. Um, but it turns out, by mileage, going to uh, Italy is only twenty miles further than going to Rio by flight. That's so crazy. Huh. Uh, wouldn't think it. We live in the damn hemisphere. We don't know where these places are. Weird. Anyway, so on that note, why don't we go to the news? This is the Booze Line News with KBZE's intrepid pub reporter, Steve The Commish. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're going on to a, um, a brewery that many people like, including myself. Me too. Are you a big fan of Dogfish Head? I'm not a big fan, but I do appreciate them, and every time they drop something, I, I always try it out, you know? I have right. some, you know, more favorites than that. I thought the 120 was good. Um, definitely was worth my worth checking out. Um, I, I don't know how many of those I could drink, honestly. Right, but, right. But I, I like trying it, though. Right. Yeah. Well, um, this might help you out. This comes out of Milton, Delaware, which I believe is where the brewery is. But um, Dogfish Head will now offer a 750 milliliter bottle of what they call survival beer. Hmm. That means it comes with a Swiss Army knife wrapped in a solar blanket. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so the name of the beer is It's the End of the Wart as We Know It. Wow. And end of the Wart as <laughs> exactly. We Know It. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's going to be limited to 200 bottles. And they're going to cost $45 each. Damn. So let's tell you a little bit about the beer. So the reason it's a survival beer is that it's a Belgian fruit-style ale, and Dogfish Head says that it's, quote-unquote, chock-full of essential amino acids, mm. micronutrients, and vitamins. Nice. Which, cool. Sounds, right? yeah, sounds it's like yeah, totally. Gatorade in a bottle, I guess. <laughs> but the actual, what they actually do put in it um, is blueberries, acai. Is that how you say that? Yeah. yeah. Acai. Goji. Or goji berries. And they also put in uh, purple sweet potatoes, rose hips, chia seed, flax seed, spelt oats, and quinoa. Wow. Kanoa. Sounds good. Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, Sounds it's like a good hangover beer. It, right? Yeah. That's a good point. I yeah. bet you it probably is a very good hangover beer. That's um, It's kind of an odd mix for a beer. Definitely. Putting in flaxseed and chia seed. I lots, mean, lots of omegas. Like, oh, omega. Oh, <laughs> omega. <laughs> Vagina. 
So that is uh, that comes to you out of <laughs> Delaware, uh, and that's going to be available. I think I already said on the twenty second or or twenty fifth or something. It'll be available at the end of the month. It's only available at the brewery. So if you are listening in Delaware, oh no way, really? Up, yeah, wow. they're they're short on the bottles, but uh, uh, you know, it's always when a, when a popular brewery does something, you kind of see a trend. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see more kind of uh, novelty beers. Yeah, 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 for sure. I guess. Oh, yeah, some one-offs to bring some traffic in the door. The only right. thing with that one is the Northeaster that's coming through. You might need one of those blankets while you're waiting in line. You need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're a little behind on their uh, on their deliverance. They could have had that already. <laughs> nice. So that was... Um, and that's the way the news goes. So... You obviously work for Firestone. Yes, sir. Firestone's a very popular beer. I'd like to think so. And I kind of feel that most craft beer aficionados, as it were, okay. have a pretty solid belief that these big domestics, the macro beers, uh, the Bud Lights of the world, they're all kind of going... Let's go, Bud They are... They're losing market share. Sure. Right. So USA Today actually did a study... A uh, five-year study to actually put some numbers to that. All right. And turns out all the craft beer people are correct. Gotcha. Daryl, this is a good one for you. I'd like to welcome in Daryl from Daryl's Couch. Yeah. Hello there. Welcome in, sir. What's up, Daryl? Um, and before we get to this, and then we can uh, kind of go over this, is that these are beers that no one drinks anymore. They're all these big macro domestics. And I know one thing about you is that if you if it's no longer considered craft beer, you're not into having it in this place. No, I've been dropping them. I've been torn on a couple of things. I actually had somebody point out today that I still have Rumpkin on tap, and Avery got sold. Oh, that's right. But it's Rumpkin. Still a quality beer, though. Yeah. Right? I mean. and, and I bought it before they sold. And you're not going to throw it out just because, you know No, what I mean? like, no, oh, absolutely not. Exactly. Um, but, oh, but that's your Wookus, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. Right, well, cheers. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Oh, thank you so much for having cheers. us, Cheers. Thank you so way. much. We appreciate you know, it. But, you know, I'm not going to drink this because I don't drink when I'm bartending. This is radio, right? Podcast. Yes. <laughs> we'll take no pictures of you drinking that right now. <laughs> Good. Very nice. So um, tell us a little bit more about Daryl's Couch, because this is I've heard the name, and it stuck in my head long before I actually got here. I'm like, Daryl's Couch? And it kind of conjured up something in my head about what it was. So tell us, one, people, I think first question is, why Daryl's Couch? Well... I'm sure you've been yeah. asked that a lot, right? At first, I thought it was a casting couch type of situation. <laughs> yeah, that didn't go over well. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so many years ago, before I had the place, obviously, I was um, unemployed, and I discovered craft beer. I had a very good friend of mine, the beer goddess, Erin. She asked me to go to a... You're getting the long version, by the way. Cool. That's fine. That's, That's awesome. fine. We're good. She asked me to go to a beer event for her, and... Um, write an article for her website about craft beer. Mm-hmm. And I said, why do you want me to go? I don't know anything about craft beer. And she said, you have good written communication, and I've seen you drink. So <laughs> you'll be okay. You're hired. Good qualifications. So I went and fell in love with it. I was amazed at the amount of and variety of beer that was available. Um. Which festival was it, by the way? Do you remember? It was the Orange County Beer Festival. Nice. Okay. And I remember the layout. Um, we, we walked in. My girlfriend and I, we walked in and said, oh, there's so much here. We can't try everything. So we're not going to go to the stuff that's not craft beer. We're not going to go to Corona or Pacifico or Coors or Firestone or any of those. <laughs> I, th- this is what I actually said. And... I later told the story to David Walker, and he was like, wait a minute, you lumped me in with, I didn't know, David, I didn't know. <laughs> so we tried everything, and it was, it was awesome. And I wrote the article for her, and she said it was good. I said, great, I'm unemployed and got to kill time, so I'm going to start blogging myself. And I blogged as the beer dolt. Mm. I met in person and virtually other bloggers. There was, um, she's still around, uh, the beer wench. Okay. Uh, her name's Ashley. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. She, well known in that community, um, started, you know, I've never met her in real life, but she started doing a virtual happy hour and it was a Google Hangout. Hmm. Wow. And so she would post it on Twitter and other bloggers would join and friends of hers. And one time we're doing it, 
and I have my webcam set up in front of my coffee table as I'm drinking, and I get up to excuse myself, and somebody joins the web conference, and everybody goes around to introduce themselves. And, somebody, and the person that it was says, well, who's that one? Well, that's Daryl's couch, because I wasn't <laughs> sitting there. That's awesome. And behind my couch, there's this row of bottles that were, you know, whales that were emptied out nice. and things like that. And all I can hear, like I'm off in the kitchen, is, oh, I, Daryl's couch looks like a lush. And, you know, I, I'd get Daryl's couch drunk and take advantage of it any time. All of a sudden, my couch has this whole persona of its own. Nice. So... It kind of caught on the next time we did virtual happy hour. Daryl's couch had its own Twitter. Um, <laughs> I set up my other laptop and just pointed it there, and I sat on the other couch. And it just kind of caught on. Jump ahead a year, a year and a half, um, I'd start homebrewing, and i find a bar for sale on Craigslist. And nice. that's where we are now. We are. But as I was thinking of a name, huh. couldn't think of anything except for Daryl's couch. Nice. And I had people that criticized me and said... Well, it doesn't, it doesn't say beer anywhere in the name. Yeah. I go, that's true, but you're not going to Father's office for pens and pencils. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're not yeah. going to Tony's Darts Away to play darts. Nope. Right, right. You know, there's plenty of other places that are in that craft beer, well-known, you know, naming convention of not having beer in the name. That's amazing. Right. That's awesome. And Daryl's couch sticks with you. Like, I mean, when I heard I'm like... I had an idea, like, what is it? Like, you know, I had a vision in my head that was not this. Yeah. But I'm like, i got to go check it out. Like, yeah. it kind of sticks in my head. Like, had this been called anything else, like, I don't know, uh, some craft beer name, you know, like uh, yeah. Hops and Grain or something, I don't know. Um, it probably wouldn't have stuck with me. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, Hops, I feel like I've heard of that place. Uh, i got to say, I was intrigued, too. When I was first starting out with Firestone, you know, a young rep with all kinds of, like, fire in my eyes and ready to go out there you know just feeling it dude and uh scotty told me hey uh go check out this place daryl's couch and i was like whoa daryl's couch huh like it it was a nice thing that through my blogging i'd met a lot of people and um so i was able to reach out scott was one of the people i reached out to and was able to say this is what i'm doing here and i'm actually doing the craft beer nice and he said I'll get you good beer. That's awesome. Right, so, if I could ask you, where did you get the logo? Did you draw that, or did you have someone put that together? Because it has the hill going up, and like it's it's really nice, man. I got to say, like as far as logos go, like it definitely is pretty amazing. I, I struggled with the logo. I didn't do it. One of my patrons did it. Gotcha. Um, his name's Paul, um, and he went through a couple of iterations of it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You got the the grade on there. Yeah. And, and it's got else. like a simplicity, but also just a real like if you're if you're here, you know, you know what yeah. I mean. Like it, it's it's cool. It's something that's kind of and nice. that's what I tell people. If if you're here, it's because you want to come here. It's yeah. definitely hidden and out of the way. Yep. Um, and and going back really quick to you know, first time you come in, I have a couple that they were using untapped, and they were seeing nearby check-ins. And they were seeing Daryl's couch, Daryl's couch. And it was mostly me checking in <laughs> here. And they they said to each other, like, Daryl's Daryl has a lot of good beers. We should be friends with this guy. Nice. And like, not realizing it was an actual bar. <laughs> they thought I lived in the neighborhood gotcha. and I was drinking on my couch. Oh, damn, this guy, which is really what I was doing. I was checking in originally on my couch. That's yeah, awesome. Amazing. That's that is cool. awesome. So we got uh, we wrapped that up just in time for another round. You want to do a round with us? I got to go pour a beer for someone. Oh, well, at least give us a tear. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Rome through. Cheers. I get back in thank time. You, thank you. Yes. Not that I'm drinking. Oh, I'll have another. Ping pong. Hey, everybody. I love that. Those are like kind of stories that you know just like kind of bring it all together. Right. right? There. I love that. Game I mean, ball. like. The best names are, are usually yeah, come up with on accident. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, and boy, that escalated quick. The idea that his, <laughs> that his couch is there, like, I'm like, oh, his couch is a lush. <laughs> That's Which awesome. My couch was a lush. That is awesome. So, speaking of lushes, uh, let's talk about some crappy beer, shall we? Let's go, Bud so this is USA Today. They did a, uh, a study here uh, from 2011 and 2016, and they looked at the purely percentage of sales and what they lost. Yeah. And they, they basically called it, yeah, these are beers that nobody's drinking anymore. And, like, not to say that they're not drinking them. I mean, obviously we got... But this is, like, all the bigger domestic kind of... Well, it, it was a comprehensive okay. gotcha. one, but 
it's all the bigger domestics that gotcha. ended up in the bottom ten. Mm. So again, like we used to, we always talk like, well, oh, big beers having issues, they're losing market share. You know, we talk about how Budweiser is not oh, flailing wouldn't be the right word, but they're looking for different ways to sure. to Stay grab relevant, back there. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll start at number ten. Number ten is Ice House. Oh. You ever have any Ice House? Oh, when I was a kid, dude, we used to drink that until <laughs> we threw up. I remember, <laughs> I remember hearing about it. I've never had it. Um, You'd but be like pimping beer in front of Rite Aid. No, I'm just kidding. I do not condone that. <laughs> they, ever, they ever sell Ice House in 40s? I feel like you they know would. what? I, like I just I just remember seeing it in like huge like in like twelve packs and twenty four packs and shit like that or stuff like that. You know, like I don't, you can say oh, shit. That's yeah. fine. Oh, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about the forties. I mean, maybe, possibly. So they um, between in the past five years, they lost six point six percent. Wow. So and this is the best on the list. This is number okay. ten. What that translates into is that um, they shipped one point four million barrels in two thousand sixteen. Uh, down from 1.5, so they lost 100,000. Okay, all right. Which is, I mean, barrels is pretty good. Yeah, 100,000 I mean, barrels is nothing to sneeze at. No, 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 definitely. But now it starts getting a little like, oh, because now Miller Lite is next. Mm. Miller Lite is ac- actually didn't do too bad because they're only number nine on the bottom ten. Okay. They lost 12.6%. Gotcha. Daryl, you back for a bit? Okay. Okay, all right. coming back in. So we're talking beers that um, have lost market share. Um do you need more? Are you good? Do you need more uh, oh, he's always <coughs> good. water? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, do you need more spiritus? <laughs> okay. Water of the locust. <laughs> so this is uh, USA Today did a comprehensive study about um, which beer, which brewers are shipping less barrels now than they did five years ago. So it's a 2011, 2016 uh, survey that was just published recently. Okay. So we're on number nine, Miller Lite. They lost 12.6% in that time. Which, and what that means is that they are uh, they're the fourth most popular beer in the U.S. And they went from 15.1 million barrels in 2011 to 13.2 million barrels in 2016. They lost 2 million barrels in five years. Yeah. Someone got fired. So, yeah. And I don't think it's turned around. I mean, no. it's, it's not like that's coming back. Because, I mean, well, we'll get, we'll get back in. We'll get back to Miller here in just a second. Um, and now, here's one of my favorites. Let's go, Bud Light. Bud Light. Bud Light is down 13.4% in that same time period. Uh, obviously, they're owned by Ann Hauser-Busch. Um, so I'm looking at the numbers here real quick. So here's what's interesting about this. So they went down by almost twice of what Coors Light did in just sheer numbers. Um, they shipped 33.8 million barrels in 2016, but that's almost 2 million barrels down uh, from where they were. So, But here's what's crazy about that. They spent in just one year... In 2016, $1.9 billion on advertising. Whoa. Or rather, on marketing. The whole thing all packaged right. together. At $1.9 billion to come up with, you know. Let's go, Bud Light And Dilly Dilly. dilly, dilly, and, dilly, dilly. and all those. That all cost them $1.9 billion. That's insane. But I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. It's 5.2 million barrels less um, over that five-year period. Wow. Right? So, I mean, you can... It's. Yeah, I mean, that's this is going by percentages, so sometimes it's not that shocking of a number. Sure. But when you break it down in the barrel, though. 5.2 million barrels less in five yeah. years, that is crazy. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. So when they say a barrel, they're talking about. That's like two kegs, basically. Two, two large kegs. It's yeah. 33 gallons. Yeah. 33 gallons. So two I'm large sorry, kegs. Uh, 31. 31 gallons. So that's almost 10 million fewer kegs yeah. in five years. That's. Whoa. I know there are probably crazy, craft beer you know? people out there rejoicing yeah. about that. Well, I mean, not rejoicing, but I mean, you got to break it down. There's like a pie, and there's only so many slices. You know what I mean? Right, and you get right. all this craft beer, and you get wine and spirits in the mix too. Mm-hmm. There's only so many drinkers that are out there right now. You know, I mean. Well, yeah, we talked it's, before it's here as well that we feel like it's going more local. Sure. And Daryl, I don't know you might have seen this, but. Um, as opposed to going to, to the Vons and buying a, a, a suitcase of Budweiser, now you go down to, say, an institution, or you go down the road to Firestone, or you go to Daryl's Couch, and you drink sure. here and get a few here. Yeah. Or if you have the option to take it home, you do that. So yeah, um, Daryl's out. I got more people. <laughs> He's a busy man. Good problems to have. But I feel like they're going more local now because there's such a, a, a wealth of choices now, right? You know what's interesting, though, is that 
from I'm not you know a super historian on the whole beer thing, but back in the day there were a lot more smaller breweries, especially in the Midwest and the East Coast, and big conglomerates like Bud, Anheuser Busch, Coors, Miller, they bottled those guys up, you know, and started putting it all together. And it's weird how history cycles back, and now there's smaller breweries once again taking that place. Right. It's it's just kind of like you got to sit back a few feet away and really take a look at it. But uh, it's it's interesting, you know. And um, as you can see, those uh, those big breweries are uh, are really trying anything they can right now to make up that lost revenue. You yeah, know? definitely. Yeah. yeah. All right. So are you ready for number seven? Let's do it. You know what number seven is? Uh, Keystone. Or no, not Keystone. Natty Light. Bush. <laughs> Bush. Bush. I was so close. <laughs> Vagina. So. Bush went down by almost 20%, 19.7. Dang. Um, which, and that basically translates. I mean, they weren't selling. Well, they, I, I say they weren't selling much, but let's be honest. If I sold 6 million barrels of beer, I'd be all right with that. Yeah. Um, 6 million in 2011 down to 4.8. So they lost 1.2 million Damn. barrels out the door. That's crazy. Out the door. Um, number six. What do you think number six is? Man, I'm I don't know right now, honestly. Like uh, so let's see uh, Think college, think giant or giant parties with kegs of this and bad decisions. Gosh, I mean Natty Ice comes right to mind, but Milwaukee's Beast? How's the beast doing? No. No, no. Natty You're right Ice. The first time. Natty, Natty Ice. Natty Ice. Gotcha. Natty Ice isn't selling that much anyways, as you could probably guess. Sure. Yeah. Um so they're down twenty point nine percent. They're over almost twenty one percent. Um, and they went from 3.4 million in 2011 to 2.7 2016. Yeah. Wow. So, again, not a shocking number, but I mean, 20% of your sales yeah. is, is nothing to, to shake your head and at. You so, know, these days, college kids are drinking less. So, like, my rep up in Santa Barbara says Isla Vista numbers are at an all time low. Really? Yeah, like, kids are just all about maybe having one or two really good beers and then going home instead of like when I was a kid I grew up in Santa Barbara I'd go to DP and there'd just be ranges of Natty Ice up and down oh, the we're street. probably there at the same time oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean I went to college there and I you know I, I made it out alive somehow <laughs> <laughs> I think it set me on the path of being the commissioner but pretty much <laughs> and I am the commissioner um, so what's next here we got uh, number five um, gosh, let's see here. Oh, man. Well, I mean, as far as things are going right now, uh, how are things looking with Coors? Not Coors. It is Budweiser. Oh, Bud. Yeah, okay. Budweiser, down 22%. Yeah. Wow. Um, they went from uh, 17 million barrels Damn. in 2011 to 13.2 in 2016. That's a, that's Four a big million hit. barrels. That's gnarly. That's a huge hit right there. But here's what's weird about that is their, um, that all went down. Oh, I got to take a, take a little Wookus While here. it's going down? While the Wookus is going down? <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> These nice. nuts. Um, so, yeah, they <laughs> why the Wookus is, that's the, the worst thing I can ever, <laughs> it's like, hey, babe, <laughs> what, what's going on? <laughs> What if I touch it here? No? Oh, no. Sorry. I didn't. Hard to see where the back door is. It's too much hair. Anyways. <laughs> that's terrible. Give me two. That's um, terrible. That's uh, uh, What you did there, I see it. <laughs> I'm all about more Teddy Roosevelt. Okay. So uh, Budweiser. Um, yeah. We t- oh, yeah. So their, their share price uh, for their stock went from $55 and it, even though they lost over about 4 million barrels a year, yeah. it's now over 100 a share. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if there's consolidation there. I, I think probably yeah. it, probably has something to do with the fact they're buying craft beer. Craft beer, for sure. Definitely as well. has a lot to do with it. What's their, what's their, um, oh, what's their craft beer division? Um, it's got a uh, name. It's all, like, fancy, so you wouldn't expect it's Budweiser. Let's go, Bud. You know, that's interesting. You know, like, honestly, I just know that they, they their umbrella is pretty vast. You know, 10 barrel, obviously, is, is one of their bigger ones. Um yeah, what it's I couldn't tell you right off the top of my head to tell you the truth. I probably could have told uh, you at the the top of the show before the Wookus got involved. So Yeah, what is it? Do you know? I, oh, no, you know. Oh, I was gosh, asking. Yeah, I thought no, you'd yeah, know. No, yeah. Honestly, like I, I try to just focus on the craft beer kind of side of things. <laughs> like, but, uh, I don't even look at them. But uh <laughs> yeah, 
I don't know. You know, Golden Road's doing their thing with them. You know, they're they're just trying every every day. I feel like they're just trying a little bit more and more. And uh, you know what's funny is I actually called Golden Road getting sold. Yeah. Literally a week before it happened. That. Yeah. Because we uh, a bunch of us went down to the um, to the Dodger game. Yeah. It was me, uh, Spicoli, BDN, Big Dick Nick. Nice. Big Dick Nick. <laughs> <laughs> the Booze League Games Meister, BDN. Um, and this was shortly after St. Archer had sold. Okay. And Saint Ar- to me, St. Archer and Golden Road were two breweries that were essentially made to sell. Made to sell, yeah. I like, they, they, that, weren't, yeah. they weren't oh, yeah. in it for the long run. They're like, oh, hey, no. let's get some great branding. And you know, I saw St. Archer do their thing. I'm like, damn. And so when, we, when I was actually sitting in the brewery at Golden Road, I'm looking around at like, what's going on and just, like, just generally like what they're doing. I'm like, damn, they're trying to sell. Yeah. They're, they're trying to, I bet you they're going to, they're going to, I bet you Budweiser's going to snap them up. It's going to be another right. InBev property. Yep. And literally a week later that happened. Yeah, I'm like, I, I told you. Yeah. Don't have the yeah. table, believe me. No, yeah, for I'm sure. going to be honest. A lot of that was sheer luck that I called it at that time. Yeah, you know, it's foresight, though, too. You know what I mean? You kind of see things coming sometimes, you know? And right, You, you right. go with that gut feeling. Right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, so now we're on to number four. What is number four, do you think? God, jeez. Well, I said Coors before. I know that they're probably doing all right, um, I guess. Uh, let's see here. Gosh, what other domestics are there? We hit, uh, did Miller's? How, we talked well, we're about talking Miller, specific, Well, we're talking about like actual beers. Brands. So you got Budweiser and Bud Light, you know? Okay, okay, so, gotcha, okay. Um, what about... Um, <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Sure. It is owned by InBev. InBev. Uh... Jeez, I just I'm so out of the, the think the back to your think back to your days in DP. Ah, man, um, drank a lot Push. of drank a lot of Moosehead back then too. <laughs> Moosehead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, you know what? I don't actually drink Moose Drool our, because it makes me think of Moosehead. So I'm like, uh, I don't, our uh, I don't our forties in the mix. So we got like Mickey's and like all that. No, 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 no that. Those guys. These are all these are all just barrels. Um, gosh. You want me to uh, alleviate your pain? Please do. Take uh, me out of my misery. Natural light. Natty oh, okay, light. Natty, yeah. Okay, Natty Light. Yeah. Yep, Natty yeah, Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, um, I can see that. They went from 4.7 million barrels in 2011 to 3.6. Wow. In uh, 2016. So it's 24.1% decline. Yeah, who's drinking that, right? <laughs> well, it used to be kids in college. Just gonna, right. you know. Yeah. You want, or like Keystone Ice was a big one. Yeah. Like when I was at UCSB. Bitter Beer Face. <laughs> bitter is beer face. <laughs> I forgot about those commercials. I love those best, commercials. Dude, I love bitter those. beer face. Oh yeah. Um, but here's what's kind of interesting about. Actually, no, hold on. You know what it's time for, right? Dun dun dun. Final round. Oh, awesome! Cheers. Cheers. Never mind. This is the time on Booze League when we drink. Can you blow me where the Pampers is? I'm gonna forget you saying that. This is the time on booze they can we drink. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. All right, so here's what's crazy about uh, Natty Light. Uh, you, you you watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia I do, and, yes. and all that, or the league? Did you ever watch the league? Oh yeah, that's all I know about the you know basically NFL kind of like the fantasy league and all that. Right, right. Never played it a day in my life, but uh, I almost yeah. did an old booze and tug update with you. <laughs> the old booze and tug update. But I, I'm like, I don't know if Sandro is a fantasy football guy, and I kind of want Otter here because we won over the unfiltered gentleman. Oh, congratulations! Oh, dude, the unfiltered gentleman. I mean, very like, nice. Seriously, it was terrible. Yeah, no, everything I know about gentleman. is through that show. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, so uh, Miller High Life's parent company, which I guess is InBev, frankly. Um, entered into a three-year ad agreement with Effects Networks. So they have exclusive advertising rights on Effects, gotcha. FXX, and FXM, which I guess is mobile. Sure, yeah. So um, we'll see where that goes for Natty Light. Does that mean like that they're going to be putting in like subliminal advertisement in the shows that they put, or do they get like airtime on the commercials? Well, I think it has airtime in the commercials, but depending on the agreement, it would also dictate what they could put in the show. Because on Sunny, they're always it's promoting. Coors Light. Yeah, Coors Light all Coors the time. Light was a big, yeah, I totally, remember when yeah. it went from just having Coors Light Beer, to like, like everything or, yeah, was, exactly, like, yeah. they had the hoods over the... the I was seeing a Red Apple's Ale and, sign, and that was strategically placed the other day, like oh, yeah. the one where like they're all doing the different scenarios when they have the, the uh, liquor store robbery. And like, is yeah. this the new season? Because uh, don't spoiler maybe, it. Maybe well, maybe a couple seasons back. No spoilers. But all I'll say is that there's You're some strategic placements of POS in that oh, show yeah. for sure. Say POS. Yeah, points of sale. 
Oh, I thought we were talking about Coors Light. Huh? <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> Strategic pieces of shit in this. No, that's big business. I actually had a friend that oh, used yeah. to do that. And I mean, everything from where it's placed to whether or not you pick it up and drink it, whether or not you mention it. I mean, all that. You know is what's hilarious crazy. is that there's the old school FW handles, Firestone handles that they have spray painted to not say Firestone. <laughs> if you look on some of those old episodes and yeah. you look at the bar scene in the back, like especially if they're out at a different place, mm. you'll see like an old Union Jack handle, but they'll just spray paint it so that it doesn't actually say Union Jack. <laughs> That's awesome. It's hilarious. I think you're, like I think I, I noticed that in one because there are a number of unique because handles are meant to be. You got to see them across oh, the bar, yeah, right? Totally, yeah. And there are a few handles. I'm like, <laughs> I, think I know what those are. You're not nice going to fool the commission, you know. And I am the commissioner. <laughs> All right, so we're on to number three now, right. or are we? Um, I don't know what number three is, but we're on to number two. All right, no, but who does number two work for? <laughs> Wait, no, how did that? That's all. give me two. <laughs> All right, so what are we on? Number two. Yes. What do you think? Um, number two, number two, number two, number two. High life. No, not High Life. And I think that that's number three, actually. Oh, hey. And I don't go. know why okay. that's not in my notes here. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that's number three. And I don't have the numbers on that. But gotcha. I remember it's uh, the Champagne of Beers. The Champagne of Beers. As it were. And that is number three. So it had a spike when they were drinking it on Jackass for a while. I know that a lot of people started ordering it and buying it mm-hmm. after that. Another, like, product positioning, you know? Obviously, and and yeah. obviously it works. Yeah, yeah, it does. Here's what's crazy, though, about uh, the Champagne of Beers. Because it actually... I, I was doing some research for a Booze League article, and the shape of the bottle is why they call it the champagne of beers, because they want it to be kind of a little more, like, high class. Sure. And when they did it, it was before bottled beers were, like, a like a popular thing. Gotcha. So they made it the champagne of beers. We were like, oh, it must be high class. You Interesting. Know? Um, it's not. It's not. No, no. <laughs> At all. I remember the, the, the one of the best commercials they had was this dude in, like, a wife beater shirt, shaved head, and he's cooking, like, two pieces of bacon, and he just puts it on, like, a piece of white bread. And eats it and drinks like a you know Miller High Life. They were serious. Yeah, that that was the commercial. It was. Awesome. That sounds like something beyond Key and Peele. <laughs> yes. It's like the champagne. Are you this guy? Like, what's their demographic? Pretty right, much that guy. That's the demographic. Like, I feel like you know, if you're watching TV late at night and then you start seeing the commercials come up, do you ever think? Am I that I, guy? I'm the demographic for this. <laughs> Am I the loser watching? I like, think they're casting a big net. Wait, are you, are you trying to tell me I have herpes? <laughs> and are, can I be as happy as these people with it? Because I'm not that happy normally without it. Oh my god, I have herpes <laughs> and erectile dysfunction, and I want to call this line. <laughs> like, god, god damn, I love running on this beach. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go on to number two since you did nail number three. Awesome, nailed it. Give me two. Okay. Number two. Let's see here. Uh, I'm going to have to dig deep here. I'm gonna Sorry, have to Sandra. Re- I always feel like we quiz oh. you when you come on the show. You're no, like, no, no, no. no it's again. good. At least it isn't about my own company's thing. So I feel like you're being picked on in the fifth grade. <laughs> By the way, you know, side note. Did you get some shit about that? <laughs> no, no, oh, okay. no, no, no. Damn. No, no. Just from Daryl. Daryl gave me a lot of shit about oh, it. Oh, I'm sure. I would have yeah, as well. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, who else? Coors Light. We haven't talked about them. What's up with them? Not on the list. Oh, good for them. Well, Not hey, on the list. They're doing Are you guys thing? just pointing at me and laughing? Yes. We were, we were saying oh, that. Oh, uh, sorry. We didn't know you noticed. We're, uh, <laughs> we're remarking about how your haircut looks like uh, Mark Davis. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He asked me. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to punch this guy. He asked me if anyone gave me shit for that podcast that I did a little while we're back. Every him, single like, time you like, walk <laughs> in here. <laughs> that's awesome. Did, did God bless you, Sandro, Darryl. did he yeah. quiz you at all today? Uh, no, that's what we're doing right now. But yeah. Oh, excellent. But it doesn't have anything to do, obviously, with uh, Firestone. It's just uh, domestic beers. Good. You, you should I decided to go easy on him on the Firestone because yeah, I didn't want to get him know. fired. Give him some softball ones. Ask him the difference between an ale and a lager. Oh, I see it right there. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah I, 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 I sat here strategically. You know, so I try to, I try to help him exactly what the difference is. All right, and he's sitting here telling the teacher that he has a cheat sheet. <laughs> you know, that's why I don't trust all yours. Oh my goodness. Okay, <laughs> all right, number two. Let's see here. What do we got? What do we got? Another uh, uh, party drinking uh, keg. Party drinking keg. Keystone. Keystone Light. I'll give that to you. Close all right, enough. nice. Keystone Light. Um, went down by 26.2%. So, I mean, you, we talk about Coors and Coors Light and all that. Yeah. This is all owned by Molson Coors. Yep. yep. So, I mean, it's uh, technically it is Coors, just sure. not Coors Light specifically. Yep. But they went down uh, in 2011, 4.5. They went down 1.2 million to 3.3 million in 2016. Damn. Now, the number one is going to surprise you, I feel. Yeah. I mean, because well, I'm actually, no, it's out. not going to surprise you, but you're going to be surprised 
that it's even like it's just it's and now this is the not gonna worst. Be something. This is like the most devastating hit. Thirty five and a half percent down in five years. Hmm. Owned by I'll give you more hints. Okay. Owned by Imbev. Hmm. Let's go, Bud I'm like uh, going through butt ice. No, no, good guess. Damn good guess. It is one of those kind of like weird yeah. kind of. What do you got? Bud Light Lime. Dang, yeah, I could see that. Bud oh Light my gosh. Lime. Oh, God, yeah. No. So, yeah. you know, when they came out, it was kind of a big deal, right? You know, they, um, they released Bud Light Lime in 2008. Yeah. 2010, they had like 1.8 million they were selling. Like, it was all this big deal. Like, yeah, Bud Light Lime, right on. 35% later down the hill, they sold 1 million barrels last year. Oh, God. So they went down pretty damn quick. That's brutal. Brutal. And then they, they come out with all these, like, uh, Bud Garitas and everything, too. There's oh, all kinds dude. of different Well, they kind of cannibalized themselves like, a little yeah, bit. You know, like, like, what the, do you expect, right, at like that the, point? Is, it, is Bud Light Lime their margarita? Like, say, have Bud Light Lime strawberry? Yeah. Is that right? Or is it it's Bud all in the, Margarita? It's all in that mix there, because yeah, Bud Light Lime then just, just kind of goes from there. Tastes like an abortion clinic in Iceland. Either way, it's terrible. So... <laughs> um, all right, we got one more round of news here uh, to finish off, and then we'll uh, start wrapping it up. Nice, that's what she said. This Wait, is no. the Booze Line News <laughs> no, with KBZE's intrepid hub reporter, Stephen the Otter Wolf. All right, well, I miss you, Otter, because... Yeah, Otter, I miss you too, but... Where, where's the guy, you know? The man behind the, the man. Otter. <laughs> <laughs> Having to do all this news myself sucks. <laughs> all right, this one comes to us uh, via the New York Post out of Sacramento, California. I'll just read the first line of this news story. Okay, no. A beer-craving, barefoot man hopped into an unattended police car in Sacramento to go buy a cold one, according to reports. Can I say that I'm not surprised it comes from Sacramento? Fresno would be the next up, or Baco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You're really yeah, going to go yeah, down no, the no, list. No, definitely. Uh, Modesto could Mod- be the next Oh, well, yeah, 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 the Desto. Yeah, yeah. Not uh, to, you know, I hope I'm not, you know... Uh, you know what? They yeah, didn't even yeah, register yeah, yeah. on our... Right. On our yeah, well, there's no one listening up there. We're Perfect. fine. Um, <laughs> so this guy is Zachary Zamaha. He's only 22 years old. Huh. Uh, His whole life ahead of him. Stole... Well, not anymore. Stole a police car and drove it to A1 Liquor Store, which obviously sounds legit. I mean, I'm it's sure a good it's a plug for A1, I'm sure. Right? Reputable <laughs> liquor store right there. <laughs> what did he buy at that liquor store? What would you guess he uh, bought? Spiritus? <laughs> <laughs> He is smart. I think he's not in the loop, though. Uh, well, I know he definitely wasn't buying any Bud Garitas or Bud Limes. No, he was not. But he did buy a 40. Perfect. Of malt liquor. Ay, ay, ay. So um, he, he bought a 40. comes out. He's swigging his 40 on the way out the door, right? A local man made a citizen's arrest on him and tackled him no and way. held him down until cops showed up. Wow. This guy, uh, the, the good Samaritan, as you would call his name, Chris Marzan, Here's why he thought something was up. He saw a patrol, call, a patrol car swerving with its headlight off, and then it hit a telephone pole. <laughs> <laughs> might have something wrong with the... Uh, yeah, sure. uh, so he called 911, and he saw, he's, gonna, he's like, dude, it's been a crash. What's up? So Samaha gets out of the vehicle. He's got sweatpants. He's wearing no shoes. He stumbles into the liquor store comes walking back out uh, with this. So, um, yeah. But he said uh, he was concerned that he's going to come out with some weapons from it once, you know, like... Holy... Which yeah, I can yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. But um, I yeah. guess this guy stole the car while officers were responding to an incident nearby. A theft, I guess. I don't know, but... Yeah. Um, they just the leave car. the keys in the car while, like, they're doing that? Well, I mean, I guess. Who's going to steal a cop car? Yeah, this is or did he hotwire it? That's actually a very good oh, question. Yeah, yeah, is he good yeah, enough? Well, yeah, he's yeah. also really, really drunk, so I doubt he had an autopilot? I don't know. You know, I, I sometimes wonder well, like, how I do some things. Like Star mind. Wars? <laughs> <laughs> like you get in, you're like... Uh, like I get home, I'm like, what? You're like, oh, this is this has got Apple. This has got Apple Car. Like this is this is a car, Apple Car. Siri, take me to A one. <laughs> so anyway, so that uh, that was Samar. Uh, and that's Samar. the way uh, yeah. the news goes. He might be doing some like craft beer or Pruno. Cra- craft, Pruno. Craft, craft Pruno aficionado there. I feel. No, I had an awesome idea, and then I decided that it's terrible. <laughs> Find someone who knows how to make Pruno and do a test on it. But aye, aye, aye. I feel like uh, the answer is no. Yeah, I, I'm just going to have to say... Uh, <laughs> um, do we want to do one more round of Wookus while we have it here? Sure. 
Yeah. Let's let's do another one. Yeah, I'm going to do it, another round of Lucas. Um, and, you know, I also just want to take this time to say, you know, condolences and big thoughts out to everyone in Santa Barbara and Ventura County that's dealing with these mudslides. After these gnarly fires that we had, too, you know, I heard yep. in Montecito, Romero Canyon, San Ysidro, there's a, there's a lot going on there. And so uh, we wish the best to everyone that's out there. And, uh, yeah, man, that's it's a well said. thing. And on that note, uh, did you see our uh, fire uh, shirts? No, I didn't. California Strong no. shirts? No. Uh. So, um we're selling the California Strong shirts nice. that uh, go to the Thomas Fire Fund. Gotcha. And we're going to also take from whatever we sell. And these will be up on the website um, shortly, I hope. We're getting it up on the website right now. But um, a portion of that will also go towards awesome. the floods and stuff as well. It all helps, right? I woke up I woke up about 3.30 last night, and it was just dumping. Mm. Like, it was loud. My dog was growling at it. It was so loud, right? Yeah, no garbage. Was. And I'm like, The dogs oh, know, no. too. They know, the, they know it before it even happens. Yeah. So I woke up, and I'm like... This isn't good. This isn't good for the fire burn areas. So I was scared to even look at the news this morning. But, no, we will be giving some uh, money to that, and we'll um, update everyone on what we've given and, and also how you can purchase a shirt to, to help out as well. That's awesome. So that being said, uh, let's do uh, more Wookas. Yeah. Cheers. Final round. Final round number two. I'm that shit. Can you blow me where the Panthers is? I mean, that really got out of hand fast. So, <laughs> I really love Chewy. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. one. I think Chewy. that should just stay in the mix. I think I probably will just leave this on her. <laughs> so, uh, we just had the wild card weekend for football. Yep. Uh, now we're heading into the next round, uh, you know, the actual playoffs. Who are you liking there? Uh, I don't know. I, I actually have a bet with a uh, beer tender, Jeff, okay. um, about who's going to be in. It's going to be Patriots, and I think Pittsburgh what do you think Pittsburgh and Patriots you think the Pates got no, they're that in the same, they're the yeah the same division yeah, you think, so you one's going to have to beat the other that? I think the Pats have no, it no, I no. think it's going to be Pittsburgh and um, uh, who do I have the bet on he said uh, Jacksonville and the Rams yeah, which on which, one half he was right yeah. but I'm like you know, so we, we actually have a really good bottle of beer bet on this Ooh. and right now I'm, I'm looking pretty good do you want to drop what, what kind of beer that is or do you want don't to know but, oh, it, but it has to be a whale yeah it's going to be a whale you don't have a whale sound in there do you I do now. <laughs> how would that? Sorry, sorry. How does be. how does a whale sound? I gotta put like something in my mouth here and go. That's what she said. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Perfect. I'm glad that worked out. <laughs> um, I don't remember who I chose. I believe I chose Patriots and Jacksonville. Hmm. No, 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 I didn't choose that. Or Vikings. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Either way, I'll have to look at the bet. Gotcha. But if we both don't get the two teams we set in, then yeah. we just have to buy each other beers. So hey, either way, we'll, we'll get a beer. Nice. But, it's a win-win. But, but I have something a little more uh, relevant now to the Booze League here. All right. Uh, the NFL's Drunkest Fans. Dun, dun, dun. This was published by Vine Pair, and the data is actually from uh, Backtrack, B-A-C Track. Nice. So okay. figure this out. So Blood <laughs> alcohol content? Yes. Track? And they actually do this. They do the data like every couple of years. Uh, let's see. How do they? How do be part of that team where you just go into different bars and like, hey, let me. Well, it says. Here. All right. So here's what it says here on this little map I got. It says um, uh, data methodology. Uh, Backtrack collected BAC data on the first 13 Sundays of the 2017 NFL season. Fandom was assigned using Twitter's map of NFL fan allegiance and adjusted for recent locations. Huh. Even though I read that, I still really don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just going to go with it, though. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, professor. So, um, but here's a... So, let's, let's first... Um, do you, did I already tell you what the number one? No, but... Uh, what would you, you guess number one is? I mean, dude, I've got a big shout-out to my Wisconsin buddies. You know, I know those guys drink me under the table all the time. They do. So, I'm going to go with those guys. What's up with Green Bay? How are they looking? I got the top ten, and Green Bay is not even in it. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to start at uh, the oh, bottom first. I'm a little bummed. Falcons. Falcons. Hotlanta, baby. Falcons come in at number 10, drunkest fan. Nice, dude. Followed by the 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 debacle that is the New York Giants. Yeah, I can see that. Well, dude, they just passed Spiritus. 
That's nice. true. Keep dropping. Oh, that that, one, that one's <laughs> that one's gonna like the Giants are gonna go up now, dude. <laughs> All right, uh, next, Tampa Bay Buccaneers with famous Jameis Winston. The Bucks. Next, Washington Redskins. Uh, after that, we got the Colts. Colt forty-five. And this one actually surprised me a little bit. Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, oh, well, come on, ASU, baby, right? That's party city. Uh, you USA, know what? That, that's dude, a good point. Central. That is a good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, of course, would be what's the other party city in America? Uh, Oxford? I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally. I mean, off the hook. <laughs> Uh, what, what is it? You tell me, man. Because, dude, party like I'm going with Vegas, but we don't have anything going on there yet. Yet. So, what's yet. the other part of city where if people on the West Coast go to Vegas, people on the East Coast go to? Uh, Think boobs and beads. Oh, New Orleans. Correct, sir. Orleans. Okay. So that is number four. Gotcha. I'm sorry. That's number three. Okay. This next one first surprised me. This is number two, by the way, mm. and then didn't. Mm. Patriots. Yeah, yeah, it's cold up there. All, like all those, to, like all those Boston types up there, just uh, just chopping it up and getting <laughs> loose. And the number one drunkest NFL fans in the U.S. My very own Dallas Cowboys. All right, nice. There you go. So basically, they have division winners. So the AFC East Patriots are the drunkest. AFC North Cleveland Browns are the drunkest. Wow. Okay, we're talking about the fans, of course. South of the Colts. AFC West, the Broncos. The Bronx, they mm-hmm. chop it up. They get a little drunk. Obviously, East are the Cowboys. NFC North is the Vikings. Okay. So that's kind of close to your peeps up yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. The, i got some other peeps in Minnesota, in too. In the frozen tundra. Yeah, definitely. We already mentioned the Saints and the NFC West. Cardinals. I heard the strip clubs there are amazing. Where? at uh, In Minnesota, in like Minneapolis, Twin Cities. I'm going to guess they don't have any outdoor strip clubs because don't you get kind of no. get something stuck to it like in Christmas Story? Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope not. That'd just be terrible. <laughs> so. All right. Well, that has been uh, the Boozecast uh, <laughs> Draft 19. Thank you so much for coming in, Sandra. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, really have you on. Uh, love having you on here. Uh, Daryl, what's your uh, website? Is it Daryl'sCouch.com or? Yes, it's that simple. Yeah. There you go. Daryl'sCouch.com if you want to check out. Um, Instagram too, right? Daryl's Couch Instagram. And Twitter and, and Facebook. And, and a website too. Nice. And no, not Snapchat. I haven't gotten that down yet. Gotcha. I, I'm too old to know how to use Snapchat. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're on there enough. And you, often, you post all your, all your beers on your website, right? Yeah. So on Facebook and on the website, everything gets posted. When new stuff goes on, it goes out on Twitter and all that as well. Perfect. Shoot, if I can show a shameless plug in too, I'm on FW underscore Ventura for mine. And you have a great account, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate that. All the, you know, updates and uh, beer releases, all the promos that I do too. So just hit it up. Very good. (laughs) And you can catch up with us on boozeleague.com. You can follow us on Twitter at boozeleague, Instagram at boozeleague, and facebook.com forward slash boozeleague. Shock, I know, right? We're we're keeping on the brand. Um, You can also check us out on iHeart, iTunes. Uh, on the website itself, we'll include all the links and everything about the show there, so you can check that out. And uh, thank you. We'll be back uh, draft twenty here shortly. And cheers! 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 I don't have a beer. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>